Welcome to the Steve and Caleb Show. My name is Caleb. And my name is Steve. Here we like to talk about politics and current events from a perspective of liberty. Oftentimes our opinions make both Republicans and Democrats uncomfortable. Let's dive in. One, I married Jill. And two, I appointed Johnson to the Academy. I just want you to know that. Just clap for that, you stupid bastard. Okay, so that clip you just heard was uh, Joe Biden in 2016 when he was still the vice president. Right. Uh, he called service members, I don't know if they were soldiers or airmen, and that really doesn't matter, but he called them um, stupid mm. Now, for those of you who just heard that bleeping sound, um, we do that because, you know, this is supposed to be a quote-unquote family-friendly podcast. Yes. Uh, when we go through the publishing process, we essentially have to provide details that we are, you know, all ages. It, it's, it's okay for all ages. Um, right. He also called them a dull bunch. Um, now, this doesn't bother. He said, he said something like they were slow. Uh, y'all, yeah. are, y'all, y'all are slow. Now, he's got a lot of room to talk there, Joe. Did the video bother you at all? It didn't bother me that much. No, it kind of, you know, my first reaction was like, you know, we, we say a lot as you as a former service member. Uh, and me with my background, uh, we say a lot worse to each other. But I think it kind of—I <laughs> think it kind of falls into the category of like no one can make fun of my brother but me. Right. You know what right. I mean? I think that's like most people's reaction. Now, obviously, lot, it's been heavily politicized. A lot too. of people are also making a valid point that, um, you know, well, what was it? A couple of weeks ago, there was actually a lie that 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 Trump. Uh, said something bad about visiting dead service members or whatever. And, right, yeah. And, of course, a lot, I mean, a lot of the very far left, they don't really like the military or police, so mm-hmm. it didn't bother them out of disrespect. They were just like, yeah, whatever. But right. a lot of the more moderate Democrats did not like it, you know, because yeah. they are still very uh, pro, pro-God pro and country. I, sure. I know a lot of them. Yeah. And they were very upset about that. And yeah. then this happens with their moderate presidential nominee, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of crickets. Um, yeah, which is a valid, it is a valid, uh, I don't know, problem, I guess. Sure. I, I mean, I tell you what, I, one thing I have, I've always had a, a problem with as far as like Republicans, generally speaking, is they, they, they like to borderline deify service members. I agree. And before, I agree. before I was in, and, and police I, I was kind of the same way, you know, I, I, I really looked up to the guy, women, men and women who, do, yeah. you know, volunteer to go fight overseas or just whatever it I is. I still do, even though I was And in. I, re- I respect it. Yeah. But the weird deification, you know, like there, there, there's the, uh, the whole movie, Thank You for Your Service, yeah. that came out. That was uh, a good movie. I, it was a I good did, movie. I liked it. But I liked that it kind of put a glimpse into like for some guys who have real struggles, you know, like had real combat. Dude, I had to pause that movie. Yeah. Like, well, me and my wife were watching it and we mm-hmm. had to pause it because it was such a... Uh, because it's not an action movie. When you watch the trailer for that movie, it look yeah, it does look it's like, like wow, an like movie. this guy yeah. can like sense IEDs. Like this looks like a real high high intensity movie. Mm-hmm. And when you watch it, it starts that way, right? And then when you get and then they come home and then like you're saying, yeah. it's yeah, they have issues. And, and, and I'll, I'll tell you, for those of you who have never been, you know, in the military or I know police, people, police and firefighters will say things similar to them. Uh, when someone says thank you for your service, it's a real weird, awkward moment. Especially, right. you know, for me, I, I, you went to Afghanistan where at least it's like a combat zone, and like you did some, you did some things. I, I've never done any like real things. You know, I wouldn't say as that. Far, as far you, as like you, combat, you did games. your job. I did my job, right? I, my job kind of meant a lot of in the rear with the gear. It's very important. I mean, uh, I will say, with if we had done our jobs, the guys who weren't in the rear with the gear would have had a lot harder time, right? You know, with what they had. That's not saying that like my job was extra special by any means. But, you know, even guys, I think especially guys who have been in real combat and come home from these really just scarring battles, lost friends, when someone says thank you for your service, it's a weird thing. I'm Uh, I'm sure for people who've actually experienced the lost friends, like you just mentioned, it's probably a a little more My cousin was in the Marines and, you know, he... He had a really bad time. He, when he he was in Afghanistan, but he was like yeah. in the mountains of it. He yeah. wasn't like you know at the one of the big bases, which they still get attacked. But he was like daily attacked. Right. Well, the uh, ru- it, it's kind of like how it would be here. If let, let's say the United States turned into an a, a zone like Afghanistan, right. it would be the rural folks yeah, that be, be, would be the uh, IE um, IED heavy. Yeah, yeah. they would yeah. be the 
what's the term? I can't even think of this. Uh, they would be the insurgents, essentially. Right. Yeah. So it, the same that, that that goes with what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, exactly. So he they was just, in the thick of essentially, it. Essentially, we're fighting the hillbillies in Afghanistan. Yeah, and they're giving us a really hard time. So uh, I mean, we're still killing, you know, killing by bunches. Unfortunately, I, I hate to be killing a bunch of people because of ideolo- ideological differences. I know yeah. There's, it's a very complicated thing that I think a lot of people don't fully grasp how complicated things uh-huh. are. The, the war in Afghanistan in general is. Um, it's super complex. But yeah, for, for for Biden to say that, eh. it is it is bad eh. in the sense of like he as the commander in chief yeah. or or the um he could become the commander right, in chief yeah. should should have that level of respect sure. that maybe other people wouldn't. And I get that. Yeah, because he's the one that essentially hypothetically sending them wherever. Exactly. Yeah. Well, technically, it should be Congress and the Senate and the President. Well, but yeah, that's not how that's we've not done how it in the anymore. last couple times. Yeah. yeah, the last couple of times it's just uh, go forth, go my for- my soldiers. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, that's neither here nor there, I guess anymore. But so that I I do think that adds a layer of of disrespect because yeah. he he is essentially the leader, right? You know, and um, not just the leader, but he is like the commanding the commanding leader. Could right, be, hypothetically, could have, yeah, could be now or could have been then if something had happened um, to Obama. Now, the thing with the Trump, now the the thing with the Trump with Trump calling McCain a loser. <laughs> now, a lot of people like hate that. Yeah, I and didn't like it. I didn't like it. I thought it was funny, but I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. One and two, I don't know how true this is, but yeah. there there are a lot of accounts, and then I don't know how politicized this is. Uh-huh. There, are, I don't know if you know this, and you probably know this. There are a lot of accounts that are told about how McCain gave up a lot of secrets when he was a POW, right? To like save himself, like to, to like save his own skin. Okay, I and mean, if that's true, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to like. It's hard to put yourself in that Monday situation. morning quarterback that too. Right. You know, it is because like, right. if anyone knows anything about it was Vietnam, right? I, I, I think so, I yeah. Think I don't so. want to butcher that, but, but yeah, uh, I think so. If it was Vietnam, like, those prison camps weren't... They're no joke. They Have you seen no Rambo? Joke. All right, exactly. I mean, it was... And he's, like, having flashbacks, and they're, yeah. like, putting the knife into his skin, like, going down, yep. and, like, electrocuting him with batteries yeah, and stuff. Yeah, they did some... They have had very little respect for human... Human life. Sanct- yeah, sanctity, I guess. Yeah. Sanct- human life. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely in bad taste. It was in bad he taste. He should not have said that. Um, that being said, as a as a fellow veteran with Mr. We McCain, laughed. rest in peace, I laughed at it, you know. Yeah. Uh, he was kind of a scumbag towards the end, let's be honest. He really was, but uh, not to speak ill of the dead, but... Oh, I don't care. If I, uh, if, if I had a... I, I have a couple friends, I'm going to say friends, but acquaintances that are... Because I'm not an officer. Yeah, okay. Uh, that were... They're pilots. Yeah. You know, and if one of them had gotten captured and got out of it safe and sound, you know, at first, I mean, like, man, that's crazy that you got captured. Like, yeah. yeah, it was pretty bad, like... Too bad you suck at flying, bud. Like that's what I that's what it have been, you know. Uh, someone that I knew, but and it, it, we all, everyone has a laugh at it. It seems like whenever you have, and I think this doesn't apply just to military, but like in growing up as a as a country boy, the mm-hmm. most dangerous things that you did that you got away with got away with meaning you didn't die. Those are the funniest stories. <laughs> yeah, of course I, they are. I, I, I'm not trying to justify what Trump said. Like he he shouldn't have said it at the end of the day. Right, because the same thing. He is the leader, and he shouldn't. Right. Yeah. He, he was a candidate then, right? He wasn't. He wasn't President Trump. Do now, you think he said it when it was. I think when he did say it when he. I think he did say it again when he was president because yeah, M- yeah. McCain got sick, right? Mm. And and when he got sick, um, he was like, "Well, maybe Obamacare is a good thing," because he, I guess, was faced with that life or death like reality that mm. other people would face if they didn't have insurance. Right. And I guess it put a different spin on it with his thinking, and he was like, "Well, maybe the Democrats are right." And so uh, Trump basically was like, "Screw you, dude." Mm, I got that's you. how I remember it. I could be butchering it, just like we do all the time. Yeah, I only remember it. I, I feel like I remember it when he was a candidate. Oh, he probably yeah. did then, too. Did but you hear th- of McCain's wife recently? Uh-uh. She, like, tweeted, I, th- I think it was her Twitter, or if she even has a Twitter, and she, like, endorsed Biden. Really? Yeah, she, like, straight up was like, yeah, you guys, we need to vote for Biden. Huh. Well, I mean, if someone said something like that about my husband, or my wife, in my case, you know, I'd, yeah, I probably wouldn't be have real strong feelings for him. Right. If only there was a third option. Or yeah. fourth option. Or fifth. Or fifth. But uh, So speaking of fifth, fourth, second options, um, I've been I've been paying a lot of attention. You know, most of you know we live in the state of Indiana. Mm. Donald Rainwater is running for governor. Yeah. And a lot of people are mad at Holcomb. <laughs> Rainwater's got a lot of people's support. Do people, you look at the Facebook comments? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. People are like, they're done with Mr. Holcomb, man. They're they've had enough. Yeah, and and so uh ba- Back to what we talked about last week. I, I still haven't heard from uh, 
I forget if it's Kurt Nisley or Nisley. I don't know how to pronounce his mm-hmm. name, but he, n- nobody's really gotten back to me about that, about the protection after conception bills being shot down. Um, but right. a lot of people's problems are still that he's not necessarily pro-life. But right. before the show, you mentioned, you, you had a good point um, that, I mean, and you could talk about this because you know more about her policy on this, but Joe Jorgensen has a plan, essentially, mm-hmm. Um, this this isn't pro this isn't a pro life plan. Okay, let, let's it's just not, be real. It's yeah. not a pro life plan. Start with that, yeah. And we we understand that. And I'm not endorsing her or this plan, mm-hmm. and neither are you. But can you elaborate on her right? On her plan? So so my the, the boiled down version of her plan is to get the government out of that decision making process, but also that would allow. I mean, essentially, healthcare is such a big thing to talk about, and it's people want to boil it down too much. The, part of the reason that healthcare in general or like any medical themed activity okay. right, uh, is so expensive now is because there's these huge insurance companies and right. there's these government regulations and then the Medicare came into play, which is it huge government health insurance. I mean, it just, it makes it so complicated. It makes it so much more expensive than it needs to be. Yeah. And that's what's driving up the cost. Uh, you know, it, it, Caleb, you just had your second son. I'm about to have yeah. my one, two, three, four, five, fifth kid, the daughter, my first wow. daughter. You got, got a basketball team. I, dude, I got to think about it. There's so many kids. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> I got to herd them at home. But yeah, so we're both very schooled, re- currently schooled with the cost of having a child. And uh, uh, talking to older people and reading thing, you know, reading articles and stuff online, having a baby didn't used to be terribly expensive. No, uh, so Ron Paul... Who yeah. is who? Kind of got the liberty libertarian movement, if you want to call it a movement, right. going. He was a uh, he, he still is a doctor. He was a, what is it? What is it pronounced? A gynecologist. Yeah. So yeah. he did he did births. Yeah, right. Part of his job. Yeah. And um, his, his, his gynecology is basically reproductive health for women. Right. That's like the and he did. Way. I think what I read the other day was six hundred free deliveries mm-hmm. of of children. Right. And I mean, I don't. That was in like the 60s, right. 70s, Can I think. Can they still do that? No, no. no. Well, he, I think he did a private practice too. Right. Because private also back then, but back then it was so, it was obviously it wasn't alive back then, but it, I'm, I'm imagining it was easier. Less, mm-hmm. less, uh, less regulations. Yeah. Less insurance rules. Right. And anytime you have more rules and more regulations on things, they become more complicated. And when you're talking about a service, because at the end of the day, having a the, the doctors providing care, the nurses, all of them there at the hospital, they're providing a service. Did you read his book yet? Yes. Oh, I'm halfway through it. Okay. So did it. you get to the part where he was like, well, half the reason in, uh, healthcare is so expensive is because of the literal department that hospitals have to have Yes. to clear yeah. insurance. Yeah. That was that, I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, uh, direct care doctors, where they yes. don't have that. I don't know how they, I think they can only do certain mm-hmm. procedures, but like there's rules... There's regu- government regulations where you can't even build a hospital in a town unless there's like a certain need. And so if you build, if you are able to build a clinic and you want to buy really? an X-ray machine, yeah, if you want to buy an X-ray machine, you have to have so many people that use your clinic to justify them allowing so, you to buy it because it's radiation. You have to have so a license there are to buy it. Regulations that restrict the ability to create competition is exactly, what you're telling me. Exactly. Yeah. And Which it's, is it's one a of government the reasons enforced monopoly wow. on major hospital groups. Because even like the local clinic down for where I take my kids is mm-hmm. a part of the Franciscan Alliance, which is right. a huge hospital group, right? And, and and one of the things that people, especially the pro-choicers, complain about all the time is that they can't just go get a uh, get their tubes tied. They can't go just get birth control because the the hospitals will say, well, you have you know a lot of like Catholic hospitals will say, well, you're not old enough, or we have to get permission from your husband as well, right. and which I personally think is extremely wrong they should be allowed a woman should be allowed to go get her tubes at, at 19 or 18 at least they're old enough to be a legal adult hmm. they should be able to make that decision yeah. uh, not to mention those a lot of those procedures are reversible but okay uh but they can't do that with certain hospitals because of religious rules and then but so people interpret that to say well the government tells me i can't Get this procedure done they're because not, they're not they, wrong because they don't agree that. with they don't, they don't agree with women. Right? They don't. They're not wrong in the sense that the government doesn't allow competition. Correct. Right. But it's not the government saying this female cannot get her tubes tied because right. her husband didn't say she could. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so archaic. 
to even say that. I, I feel we dirty saying that, even though I don't well, yeah, agree with because it. we know it's wrong. Exactly. To, to be and, like that. But it's not the government, it's the hospitals, but the reason there aren't competition is because of the government. So in a roundabout way, yeah, you could lay some blame at the feet of the government because, you know, our free market perspective is you don't like the way this hospital does it, go to another hospital. But the problem is the government won't let there be another right. hospital or another clinic or what have you. And that's where Planned Parenthood does play a good role. And I think we mentioned this before. Caleb and I don't have a problem with the 99% of the things Planned Parenthood does. It's just the killing babies part. Like if you want to get birth control or like the other, all the other reproductive health options they offer, those are all great things. We talk about in our, in our, in our, uh, mo- not, not our motto, but in our, uh, intro mm-hmm. makes people uncomfortable yeah I'm, the pro-choices are probably like scratching the windows right now like yeah. listening to this yeah how dare you you don't have you can't have a baby but joe jorgensen's plan right deregulates so, yeah. things like so, birth control yeah, thanks and for me back to that no, so you're good. uh essentially if we if we allow open free competition within the medical world to happen you deregulate it not only do costs go down for everybody but you have you have more people opening hospitals, mm-hmm. clinics, excuse me, and now people have an easier, when people talk about access, quote unquote, to birth control, you know, everyone thinks, oh, you, you think we should give out free condoms. It's There's a lot more to it than that. But the thing is, is there's a cost of, for other options besides condoms or abstinence. Those are like the, the cheap and free birth, birth, right, birth control right. that all the Republicans are like, oh, this, you sh- I shouldn't have to, it's 50 cents for a condom, blah, 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 blah. It's more than that. Mm-hmm. Anyone who has kids that should know better. It's more that there's more to it, as far as like regulating your, not regulating, but like deciding how to have kids and all this stuff. There's more to it than that. Now, doesn't her plan include being able to purchase or receive birth control over um, the counter? Over the counter. Yes. And so, the, so which the, would make it cheaper. What the ironic thing is, so everyone's saying, and, and this applies to rainwater as well, even though he's at a state level. Everyone who says that Jorgensen's pro-choice and she wants there to be more, she doesn't want there to be more abortions. If, 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 if her plan was put into place and now you can go buy your birth control over the counter or you can go to a doctor and get it done for 50 bucks or whatever at the age of 18 yeah, because you're a legal adult at that point, yeah, uh, there's going to be a net decrease in abortions because they won't, they won't be needed. Let me ask you a side question here because mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about this. Women can become pregnant at a very young age. Yes. Very young age. Right. Now, their brains aren't fully developed till what, like, 20 something probably I don't, yeah, so like so as so we don't let children decide things that affect their body right, right. like that's the same reason why we don't let or we shouldn't let kids choose their gender mm-hmm. um, but do you think we should allow like the age of consent to birth control and stuff like that be oh, lower yeah. to ages like of, of 16 or so because really what you and I were talking about before for the mm-hmm. listeners to know what matters is results when it comes yeah. to being pro-life, pro-lifers suck at actual results. Yeah. They're, they're they real big on the rhetoric. talk, yeah. which, like you brought up last week, is just like Joe Biden playing Despacito to the Hispanics. Right. It's pandering. Yeah. Um, just like Trump saying, like, I love the babies. Yeah. It's and pandering. He might. Like, but he, like, and like no we results. talked about last week, he, he, yes, he federally defunded in a certain account part of Planned Parenthood, yeah, but, but it they're didn't work. still getting There's more money. abortions than ever. Yeah. So his, his plan isn't doing anything. Right. This plan... But Jorgensen's plan would would decrease the number of abortions. Of course, this is all in theory. You, right. know, you, you never know. Which is more pro-life than anything any president's ever yes. done. Yes, that so I can think of. My, let me let me ask our pro-life audience this, which I follow. I am pro-life also, very yeah. much so. Yeah. Uh, would you prefer things to just stay the way they are, but whoever's in charge saying that they love babies, which is fine, or would you rather actually see a statistical data? The number of abortions in right. a year go down because with Republicans, they're, they're they're very big, which is fine. On the Ben Shapiro quote, "My facts don't care about your feelings. Right. The numbers don't care about your feelings." Right. Well, the number of abortions are going up. Yes. That is a fact, and my they fact is not feelings. I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. care about your feelings of whoever it is saying they're pro life. The numbers suck. Yes, the numbers are getting worse. Um, they're getting worse. So Joe Jorgensen not being pro life. Or whatever that that sucks in my opinion because yeah. I am pro life. I, I wish she was, but her plan, but her plan would decrease it. Would would have a net a net positive effect. Correct, which so is progress. Is is a in our world? Yeah, is it moving in the right direction? Yeah. in my opinion. I mean, I, how can you say otherwise? You know, yeah. I wish we had like another 
Yeah, this is why I want more feedback on the Facebook yeah. page because then it's like because part of my thing is like I always like to have someone argue my point, right? Because then I can really like flex that brain muscle of thinking, okay, wait a minute, how is this? Is it still true, or is it what the person says true? You know what I mean? Right. So now there, there was a friend of mine who uh, was on our Facebook, and he and I, I brought up how Tulsi Gabbard was like outed by the Dems because she's not a, she's not a pedophile like them, and he was like, well, the Republicans are pedophiles too, I think, I think. and. Well, he didn't say it like that, but he was like, "Hey, like these guys aren't guild, aren't uh, innocent either." Right. And uh, that engagement was good. Yeah, because like engagement that, yeah. like that's good. Yes, absolutely. And I can't. And I, I think you've seen it too, where I start like a debate with someone. It's, it's, yeah. I don't usually debate people I don't know. It's usually people I know I've actually met sure. for a life. But I'll like I'll debate things with them on Facebook. You know, it's it's the way I communicate with that person. And I've had a lot of people been like, "Well, I they get real aggressive up front if they don't know me." how I debate things. Right, and right. Then I'm like, oh, that's a good point. And they're like, I've never had someone say that before. I'm like, what? Make a good point. Like, <laughs> make good points and I won't tell you, I'm not going to be like, you know, MAGA, Trump, right. train, choo, choo, or whatever. The other version, I argue with Republicans too, by the way. Uh, it just seems to be, most Republicans just say MAGA, Trump, train, and they won't say anything else. So yeah. y'all need to step your game up with the debate. Yeah, because our pro-life facts don't care about your feelings. That's right. So, I have a, so this seems like a good trans- point to change topics here. The uh, I hope I hope you saw Trump did a point uh, as Amy Amy Coney Comey Barrett whatever her Amy Coney Barrett yeah I believe that's how it's pronounced. She's from Indiana, which is cool. There you go. Points for the Hoosier State. Uh, what do you think I, about her? I, I don't know anything about her. So I I don't know too much because it, it's hard to find it's hard to find dirt or 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 content on a judge who hasn't been a judge for very long. Yeah, yeah. Now that's a lot of people's issue with her and I don't that's not my issue with her. I, yeah. I don't have an issue with her actually at all yet, but I don't think that would ever be one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, because the the point of of a supreme court isn't necessarily to to judge criminals all day mm-hmm. necessarily. Right, you, yeah, you, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. people are like, "Oh, well she hasn't been a judge for very long." Well, no, she doesn't need to be that type of judge very long to be this type of, you know, there's yeah, all they're, different, they're different types. They're, they're judging like they're judging different things. Issues that have to do with the constitution, constitutional, right. right? And you don't have to be a judge that long to know yeah. what's constitutionally sound or not, right? I my whole thing with the whole you know Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying and how they're replacing her and all the controversies surrounding that is, yeah. If not, is it nine people? Sure, I think it's nine people. We should probably know this stuff. <laughs> if if that group of people has so much authority, so much influence so much power i don't think they have authority i think they just have power decision making yeah. power if they the, the fact that they have that a both sides are clamoring to get uh-huh. their person in that spot uh-huh. because of whatever reason du jour that tells me that that position has too much power and that's a monopoly mm-hmm. on power right I'm, on, I'm on political on power because i don't think that nine people, A, should not be voted on by the American people, which I know they go through like right. a hearing to like get approved by the Senate. So there's a... Which certain, technically represents us. There's a kind certain of, aspect of it. But, but if really. they're going to have that much say in potentially my daily life uh-huh. or like the lives of you know, my, my kids down the road, uh-huh. they need to be held at a higher level of accountability, in my opinion. I mean, now, whether that looks like we're, they're voted for or they get term limits or whatever that looks like, you know, that's we could talk about that, uh, on, you know, Later, but the fact of the matter is the fact that the Supreme Court has so much decision-making power. The, it, you know, Roe v. Wade was decided in the Supreme Court. Before that, it was up to the states. Now, what's it harder to do? Is it harder to hold your nine Supreme Court justices that don't have to worry about getting voted for because they're already in? Right. Or is it easier for me to go to my governor who, if if it's still up to the states, and say, "Hey, governor, I think this is really wrong." Right. It's easier for me to go to my governor. Right. It's that's a, that lowest level of accountability. Mm. And I think I think that's how government should be. The fact that the Supreme Court holds so much power in people's lives, or over our politics, or over our constitutional mm-hmm. views on the country, that's a problem for me. I'm split on this. How so? So I agree that, like, you know, because we see both sides just just clawing at yeah. this at this issue. And you make a really good point that maybe we shouldn't. They shouldn't have that power then, why, because why, yeah, why, like, is there why so much are power they so in one spot? like because. A lot of people would say, well, they don't really have power. Well, they do because they're obviously they're fighting over it. So obviously right. there's some sense of power. And this is where I'm going to try to not be biased as far as like political party. But this is a time in our in our political history where sides are so different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you look back in the 90s, there are differences between Democrats and Republicans, obviously. Right. 
but it, it, it doesn't seem, it didn't seem a split mm-hmm. and we're more split than ever. And so I think that's why they're clawing so much. So I don't necessarily think it's the problem with the Supreme court more than the perception of it the divisiveness. is the divisiveness. I got you. Okay. And so, because I don't have a problem with them not having term limits. I really don't. Hmm. Um, because <sighs> I don't want to go through this every four years. You know, you know, or ten years. Right. This yeah. sucks. This yeah. this whole split. But it doesn't suck because of what you said. Right. And so that's, that's why I'm split yeah, because yeah, I just yeah. don't know. Nobody knows because we haven't had it any differently. Yeah. Now I do think that now that Trump gets his uh, other pick, mm-hmm. they're um, introducing term limits for them. Um, yeah. Some some Democrat in yeah. California is uh, proposing term limits for them. <laughs> I believe it was twelve. It was in the teens for yeah, the term limit, sure. um, and I'm not opposed to that. I, I, think, have, no, I, I have no reason to be opposed. Fifteen years—that's a—that's a long time, right? You know? Like, give them some kind of. I don't think they whatever. should all. I don't think their term limit should all end at the same time either. Yeah, it should be because that could like, be bad. Staged out. Yeah, that'd be really bad. <laughs> um, and the the whole AR-15 thing right now—that that's why I'm split. Let's let's be honest. Mm-hmm. I am biased when it comes to this because of the AR-15 mm-hmm. ban that could happen if Joe Biden wins yeah. or if Trump decides to get kind of weird with that stuff again because yeah. he did for a little bit he's gotten quiet but and you know and, and i believe amy comey barrett or coney barrett she's really good with the the second amendment very pro 2a oh dude yeah. so um she's I, from indiana. I was, she's born with it i was reading you're born with an ar in indiana everyone, knows, everyone <laughs> yeah knows a uh, corn stalk in one and then an ar-15 <laughs> yeah. in the other but i was born in illinois so what does that say about me that's was, why you've been uh, liberated by i was uh born with a uh, karl marx book <laughs> the of book some of kind. marx yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> In one hand. Anyways, so... I heard if you're born in California, it's Mein Kampf. Anyway. Ooh. Ooh. So... Sorry, California. There, I guess, was this instance where she was the judge, Mm because I guess she's still a federal judge of some kind right now. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody was suing over some type of gun right, because he had a felony, and I believe this was a nonviolent felony, Mm -hmm. and he was saying, hey, it's not right that I can't have this type of weaponry. Like there's there's no reason for me not to have this, and I guess she is um, quoted because all, all the other judges were like, "Yeah, you shouldn't have this," mm. but she, I guess, was open minded with the fact that you know what, the Second Amendment, because you know she's real constitutional. The Second Amendment doesn't um, have any requirements as far as um, civic participation, as I, I believe is what she's quoted mm. saying. I like that. So she she says that the Second Amendment is not limited to civic participation, mm. meaning um, you know you shouldn't have to get training. You know, you shouldn't have to fit a requirement necessarily right. to achieve the ability or the right that's right. already given to you to have sure. an AR-15. I don't necessarily remember what kind of gun he wanted or why, or um, but I do remember her saying that civic yeah, I mean, participation it, is not required. Yeah, that's really, it's the most heavily uh, infringed right as far as the Bill of Rights goes based on like criminal activity. And I think it's like because you're, you're it can affect people. You're not stripped of your freedom of speech if, you, if you're a felon. Right. You're still allowed to say whatever you want, so I believe whatever you want. Kind of. How, how so? Because if you have certain types of felonies, because the, the First Amendment also implies um, peaceful assembly, right? Mm-hmm. So there are certain felonies that make you to where you can't peacefully assemble. Like certain certain crimes make it to where you cannot leave your house or you cannot. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I got that. Yeah. But but I do agree that I mean the Second Amendment is the most. Uh, yeah, well, I guess at, like uh, the, uh, the most. Yeah. jury of your peers. Yeah. Can you can you have can you not quarter troops in your house or if if you have a felony can I quarter troops in your house? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, wasn't there a hotel in like uh, one of the like DC. Portland or yeah, it's DC I that think was DC. they were paying. To stay there at this hotel, and the owner claimed yeah. the was it the third amendment or fourth amendment? Right, because you because basically the big they were paying to be there. The big issue with the Revolutionary War, yeah, the American Revolution is British troops would set up would like forcibly enter your yeah. Home. If yeah. you've seen the Patriot, you know what we're talking about, yeah. and if you haven't watched it, you need to go watch it because you're an idiot. Yeah, um, it's a great movie, and if you haven't seen it, you need to go see it. Um, anyways, they like forcibly try to establish their camps at people's homes yeah and so that was a big deal to these to our founding fathers yeah <laughs> and so anyways as you were saying yeah the DC they, they, they guy were claiming was like, that as yeah. a constitutional infringement it's like now they were using dts and they were filing like paying for it with the government with credit, credit card. cards yeah, yeah. It's, it's just as, paying for as it like guests. a regular person yeah um and, and you know i do think there is some validity with what it just, just a hair of validity with what he said because um if if they don't have a choice to say no, even though they are paying, they're still forcibly quartering themselves there. 
So I don't know. I don't know the logistics of it. Like, were they allowed to say no? And if they weren't allowed to say no, then yes, that is a right. violation. But if they were allowed to say no, then no, there well, is I'm no sure violation. I've, I've actually traveled in that manner before. Yeah. Staying in hotels with that. And it's literally just like you would like on your own, except yeah. just with your, go- they your credit card. They book it on a website. Like U.S. government on it. Right. And it's on their website. You go to like Marriott.com or whatever hotel. Uh, or DTS has like a list. And it's like here, you basically get the cheapest one. Right. And... Uh, they give you a amount you can spend. What does DTS it. stand for? So uh, they defense know. travel system. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you pay for the hotel room just like you would regularly. Yeah. And you go stay there. And that's all it is. So, you know, I guess if they showed up mm. and they could still refuse them service because, like, there hasn't been a purchase. It's just been, like, you know, they've requested the rooms or whatever. Right. Um, I don't know if they're courting a large amount of guys and they had to call ahead and say, Hey, I got these guys coming. You know, there's, we don't know, but I think that quartering of troops is to say like, we're going to kick your front door down, hold you at gunpoint. Right. That's what it's referring to. Let us stay here. That is I don't think it's the same. Right. No, it's not. But this was a while back now. This was what? Two months ago, maybe? Yeah. It's been three months ago. But it's it's hard to, it's actually hard to organize how, how far this has gone because this this has been going on for months. Yeah, it was part of the riots and the, the Man. rioting that was going on. And, you know, back in the beginning when this all kind of happened and we started this podcast, you and I were very uh, pro-protest. I, th- I think we still are pro-protest. Yeah, very much so. Uh, yeah. Very much so. I think protesting is one of the most powerful tools the American yeah. public has. To and I don't think the they, they should be required to get a permit for it or anything yep. like that. Yep. Um, now, but what, when do you think a protest is no longer peaceably assembling. You, you know what I mean? Or, yeah. or, or should protests be... Re- do you think protests should be required to be peaceful? Do yes. You, um, because I am... There, There is this quote. I don't remember the quote exactly, but Thomas Jefferson is known for saying, uh, essentially, if you feel... The facts don't matter here. It's if you feel the government does not um, represent you or, you know, then there is tyranny. Right. And when there is... Or tyranny. When, when there is tyranny, there is... Um, the obligation for you to fight it fight yeah. and so it's like well these people do feel this way yeah i i, I don't agree with the business burning down okay right that's clear, right, yeah. clear that up now i guess i guess Against to say that. uh you know if because the thing with the the revolution and this is what everyone all the pro yeah uh rioting people so always want to claim is like well look at the revolution the boston tea party yeah they start you know we fought a whole war it's essentially a riot against another mm-hmm. country but what they're failing to take into consideration is for years leading up to that, they were petitioning the right. king for years. They would send envoys. The king wouldn't even see them. Yeah. He, they, they look down on them as dirty colonials. And it's like what I said in my last uh, and, and, solo. And, and don't get me wrong to the whole claim for like the police brutality has been going on for yeah. years. So yeah. like I could kind of see an argument, but they were going through the official channels. Yeah. And I think I think what's going on now. Well, that was the, the problem. They didn't have proper representation. Exactly. Which is why you and I have we an issue have, with our governor now. They currently now. have proper representation. Right. You know, you, people, the, 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 the crazy thing is, is like you see a lot of, of cops, you know, like the, the, are like participating in police brutality yeah. where they are of the same ethnicity of the person that was, you know, assaulted or killed or what have yeah. you. And it's like, that's is that is that not your representation? Mm. I, I, this is sounding really bad. I think I need to clarify what I mean by this. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying like it's okay because of the same color. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm, what I'm saying is like, we did not with King George. We did not have any representation within the official government. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't hear. They wouldn't. Right. They want to hear. All we had was the governors that the king appointed himself over the little territories and the colonies, and that was it. And the governors weren't wouldn't listen to him, so they kept taking it up to the next now, level. I might make some people mad here. Uh-huh. Um, and I mean, depending on your source, I'm sure you could find different things. But essentially, what was going on was is the the British needed to re- recoup some of the funds that they had because obviously war is expensive. Right, yeah. When, when, when they were colonizing, they were in war, essentially. Yeah, with the French, yeah. Yeah, so in the Indians. You know George Washington helped start that, by the way? Oh, yeah, uh, who, he, uh, somebody put a hatchet into somebody's head and that kind of kicked it all off. Yeah, well, yeah, he, his commanding officer died, so and he ended up taking over this detachment and they attacked a French fort. Right. And they were going into this area in, in a defensive posture. Right, and they CO, captured him. When his CO died, they, he's like, well, I guess we better go attack these guys. Yeah, <laughs> like started the the uh, the French and Indian War, and they had to pay for that because yeah. war cost money. Yes, 
Expansion yeah. costs money. Colonization costs money. And so the British needed to recoup the money. Mm-hmm. That's that's just a fact. Yes. It, it has to happen. You can't just do that without... You can't do it for free. Well... We're not Bernie Sanders. Well, it, it, it's all not, we're kind of doing that now. Well, right. Way, but, yeah. But anyways, they were obviously doing it through taxes. And, they yeah. were, and, the, and the colonials were saying, hey, these taxes aren't fair. And there was no representation. Yeah. So there, there is an it, argument it, it that it wasn't even like that they weren't fair. It's like, well, you never, you never asked us what we thought because they were fair, kind of. Yeah, it was a three percent tax on tea. <laughs> that was it. And the the, the stamps on all purchased goods yeah. may have been a little extreme. Well, so that started and then that got repealed and then the tea tax was replaced it. Okay. Yeah. Right, and, right. And, and and so uh, Sam Adams, who by the way was a radical, he like got all his people stirred up in Boston and uh-huh. then they, uh, so the Tea Party. The ships sailed into Boston Harbor, mm-hmm. and the locals would not allow them to unload. Right. So okay, the, the right. thing is with the, the whole property rights thing, going back to the protests and the riots and everything, the ships belonged to private contractors, essentially. The right. tea belonged to the British East India Company, which was a arm of the British government. It wasn't like right. a company like we think of today. It was an actual arm of the government. You might say bureau mm-hmm. of, of today. Mm-hmm. So when they boarded the ships, they wouldn't allow them to offload the tea because essentially they're saying, we're not going to pay this tax on this tea. Therefore, you're not allowed to bring it here on specifically British tea. They were still smuggling tea and other things from other countries. And coffee. They yeah, that's actually coffee. how uh, John Hancock got rich with smuggling, by the way. Anyway. Excellent. Uh, he So when they went under the boats, the ships, you know, disguised as, as Indians, and they threw all the tea in the harbor, but they didn't damage... Any of the private property, except for one lock, because they they broke a lock on a chest or something. Mm. Turned out it was like a sailor's private okay. thing, and then the next day they replaced the lock. Somebody <laughs> somebody like walked yeah. up on the boat like, here, bro, right. there's a lock. You look both ways. That, a lock, such bro. a terrible comp. That comparison is just terrible. Yeah, when they because, throw the because, Boston Tea Party. So like, I will say this: I, I was kind of okay, like with. Uh, uh, Portland, the whole chop thing where they were like mm-hmm. attacking government bu- or like the police buildings because their issue was with the police. Right. There's a part of me that's like, I kind of get it. Now, at the end of the day, like, that's taxpayer funded right. place. Right. So it's, it's not private property. And we're not endorsing attacking police either. Yeah, absolutely. But at least uh, it's, they're, they're at least channeling it, their t- anger toward towards the Towards the source of the anger. Right. Now, when you're burning down the guy's car dealership, this is Bob's Barbecue. Or Bob's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you're ruining someone's livelihood. Well, you're also making black communities poorer. Yes, absolutely. Because and, what what's the big issue a lot of these very poor community ha- communities had in Baltimore after the uh, big riots there is they were complaining, hey, we don't have our CVS pharmacies anymore. Mm-hmm. They they aren't coming back because we burned it down. Yeah. Well, we thought they would. We thought they'd rebuild. Oh, the insurance company. That's that was everyone's answer for all the damage. There insurance. Are, like, you've clearly never worked with insurance companies. And there are riot clauses for city businesses. Yep. And so, and then the big Democratic issue is: well, these people in poor places don't have their CVS pharmacies anymore. Yeah, it's Trump's fault. And it's Trump. It's it's the Republicans' fault for not giving us the funding to. Well, it's. It's terrible. And yeah. so, to clarify, we're against that completely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I. People doing that need to be shot. Yeah, I mean, honestly, because you're uh, you're ruining people. Look at uh, the L.A. riots. They had the the whole meme of the roof Koreans. They get you some roof Koreans and protect your business because they were standing. They were business owners. Yeah, right. they they owned the businesses and they were on the roof with you know semi-automatic weapons. Oh yeah, and it's, it's people a pretty were coming out and they were just killing them. If you don't know what we're talking about, Google rooftop Koreans. Ro- yeah, rooftop Koreans, L.A. riots, something of like that, and you will see some pretty <sighs> wild stuff. It's the most man. it's the most patriotic picture that you can find really for is. modern day America. Yeah, absolutely. It's a perfect example of the need yes. for the Second Amendment and "quote unquote" military style weapons. Yes, because yeah, when I went hunt with my son yesterday, we didn't have an AR-15. We had a 50 caliber muzzleloader, <laughs> right? And didn't see a single deer, probably because people next door were using AR-15. No, I'm kidding. But probably because the guy was driving his quad runner on the next property. Anyway, we don't need it for that. You no, can't even hunt no. with a deer with with the 5.56 in the state of Indiana because it's underpowered. It's it's too anemic of a round to kill a deer with. <laughs> Yeah. And no, I don't need it for that. But if I own a business yeah. and I want to defend my business from people trying to burn it down, you bet I'm going to shoot him. And and, 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 and I, people are saying, oh, so you're saying that someone's, your property is more valuable, more valuable than someone's life. That's what they're saying. That's what, yeah, that's, I'm like, so that person trying to burn my business down is telling me that, that their life is not as important as my possessions. Yeah. Cause I will kill you to protect my family and yeah. my things. 
Like, because our whole thing, what we say is... This episode's getting taken down. It sure is, man. What we always say is, you know, don't hurt others, don't hurt others' stuff, don't take other people's stuff, don't hurt other people. Right. That's kind of like our general mantra yeah. for life. For, and, yeah. you know, if, if, if I own a business... That's my. That's how I pay my bills. That's how that's I how put feed your feed. That's family. how I put. Well, my herd. That's how I feed my yeah, kids. Right. So, in essence, if I own my business and a rioter is coming up with a Molotov cocktail, and they're trying to burn down my business, and I shoot them, I'm shooting them because in my eyes, I'm protecting my children's going hungry from that person. And the insurance company doesn't care if my kids go hungry. All they care about is right. I'm paying that my premium and they may or may not recoup some of my lost uh, revenue or whatever, you know, whatever I lost out of that. So, yeah, you best believe I'm going to protect my family. I would do the same thing if someone's trying to do my house. Right. Like, why? Yeah, that's the other thing is like, at least they're not targeting homes so much mm. as this is businesses. But I think it's just because of like where they are within cities that are, you know, having these. And a lot of these people's. These people, when I say these people, I mean the rioters, not anybody specific. Yeah, they're a lot of these people have issues with the capitalistic climate. Yes, and so that's yeah. kind of what I'm looking guys. at yeah. as why they're doing that. Yeah, I think I think the saddest thing about the protests and the riots and like all the things they're kind of calming down right now. But the saddest thing is is those who are are wanting to peaceably protest and do it the right way. They're completely overshadowed by the oh, destruction yeah. of property. Right. It's like, do you really want the change you want to see? Like Antifa, by doing what they're doing, I, and I think you know the White House declaring them as uh, what they say ter- terrorist. Terrorist. Uh, no, the cities where they're they're allowing the oh, rioting to go on. Yeah. We, we just talked about it the other day. Uh, anarchist districts or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. It's like if you're not going to enforce the law, yes. And, and and I think what that's doing is it's authorizing the federal government to go in and do something overriding the states. And as libertarians, I think we can kind of agree with that decision because the, as as libertarian minded people, the only reason for the government is essentially just to make sure people are somewhat protected. And, right. Yeah. And that there's at least a little bit of organization. Yeah. Yeah. And so it when things get that bad, that's I can see why that's yeah. a good idea. I, my thing is is. Uh, where is the militia? So, oh, can we talk about that? Yeah. Okay, so this is a really heavy topic that we've been on, so it'll just be a change of subject. I've noticed a theme okay. with, with all the different arrests and rioting. So I watched a video. of uh, some church somewhere. They gathered in their parking lot. I think I know uh, what you're talking about. And it was like somewhere in the Midwest. And they were singing... Iowa. Hy- Iowa. They were singing hymns, okay? And they weren't wearing the masks, mm-hmm. but they were social distance with their family. Pretty groups. much, yeah. So their families, which they had little circles spaced out every six feet, and they were standing on these circles singing hymns. They sang like mm-hmm. three hymns, and it technically broke the the mask violation because they weren't wearing masks, but they were socially distanced. Okay. Okay. And the cops just chose three randos out of the crowd, mm. and with no real rhyme or reason to them, they handled it and so they, well, like they, the people. The people did, yeah. And they arrested these three people out of this crowd for <laughs> violating, yeah, the the mask mandate for the, for the city. The city's mask mandate was right. the, was the claim was it wasn't the state or the you know, nation, or whatever. Now I know where you're going with this. Um, now, I would like to clarify: we're getting some new listeners, um, and so you, you and I are very pro good police. Yes, we are very much. I so. mean, yeah. we, we have to be. We we have wives and kids, yeah. and they deserve to be protected when we can't protect them. Absolutely, and that's essentially what it boils yeah. down to. And, and but man, this really gets my the, blood the boiling. Fact, and, and I I actually watched the whole video. There was a police chief there. Yeah. And somebody somebody asked him, "What law would you not enforce?" It, thank you. So I knew you were getting to that, yeah. and that's why I wanted to say that because yeah. I didn't want it to seem like we he, were a cab. We he aren't. Wouldn't answer, yeah, he wouldn't answer the question. Of course. And and I and I get why he didn't because he's being recorded and he wants to. You know, maybe think about really measure to how he answers that question. The understandable. I would kind like of. to think that just his body language, you could tell he felt a certain way about it. Yeah. But, and he he felt like he had to do his job, which in that which time, is what it comes down to for a lot of these guys doing, at that time was arresting those people for violating the mask mandate. Mm-hmm. But you could tell he didn't like it. I, mm-hmm. I felt that way. I might be. He well, may be completely like, yeah, let's get all these people off the streets. They're clearly a danger to society. You're a soldier. Yeah. I mean, with a lot of these people, they're it's about their duty yeah. whether they agree with it or not it's yep. always about their duty and it, it's very apparent yeah. in this video it's weird because I feel like soldiers and people in, in the military it's a lot easier because we don't have to we're not asked to like 
a lot of times to go like arrest innocent people. Right. Right. Uh, but maybe soon, <laughs> maybe soon. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I actually had a superior person okay. of superior rank yeah. uh, ask me if I would go door to door. Like this was in like kind of a low key meeting. It was like at, you know, at the lunch in table uniform. type of form. Like it was a real, okay. it wasn't like, you know, at his house on a weekend. Oh, okay. This was like during real, work okay. hours. And he said, he asked all the guys, you know, would you go to door to door to take people's guns away if the if the president asked you to? And he, I was the first one he asked. I said, absolutely not. Hmm. Wouldn't do it. See the fact that so I you know I, I used to be into and so um, the people that I know that are still in, I, I have a buddy. He's still one of my best friends, and uh, he's very like us, right? As far as like thinking, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of. Um, people with police experience and he, he, he asked them like, Hey, like, and he, he asked them like, what would you do? And some of them said, you know, I, if they tell I have to do what I have to do. No. And so my oath is to um, the constitution, not to my, it said there is right. a part of my oath of enlistment about the orders of my officers, <clears throat> but it's the constitution is first. And I do believe there are people out there that wouldn't but just, yeah, just like you wouldn't. Yeah. And when I, I said that, that. The, the, my superior said, you know, Oh, yeah, because I said it immediately. Because yeah. like some of the guys were like, "Man, I don't know, that'd be really hard." See, I the said, fact no. that they're saying, the fact that they're thinking about it means they would. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely would not if I was ordered because of like a gun ban to go door to door and confiscate people's personal firearms. They did it in New Orleans. I would absolutely not do it, and I think that was wrong to do that in New Orleans. And they and they I would have gotten in huge trouble if I was in New Orleans. Then the argument that and people give me this argument, and it's, it, it it used to be a really good argument because I didn't know how to think about mm-hmm. it. You'd be like, well, the Midwest, you know, we're just so much different. You're not going to see that from us. And it's just like, well, in New Orleans, they took Indiana National Guardsmen, who half of the Indiana Guardsmen are cops. Yeah. And they went to New Orleans, and they and they knocked in doors, and they took people's guns. Yeah. Now, it, it wasn't always like that. I mean, there were some more peaceable yeah. ways of doing it. But it happened. It's ha- it, it has happened, and so um, it's unconstitutional. Just because it's crazy. Just because there's a dangerous situation doesn't mean your rights go out the window. To a lot of Period. people, that it just does. Yeah. I don't, I don't the Second Amendment doesn't say, you know, shall not be infringed unless a hurricane destroys your town, right? Or unless there's a state of emergency declared, right? That's not how that works. Well, do you want to know how they painted the picture of how? they got these people to buy into it mm-hmm. was, hey, these guys are thugs. They're looting. Right, we need exactly. to take their guns they, from they them. They don't deserve to have... Yeah. yeah. Undimension. Um, I forget guess his name. Said, guess where Undimension came from? What? what? Describe the Jews in Germany. Oh, yeah. That's how they justified it. Do you know who... These, are, these aren't really people. Pat, I think his name is Pat Mac, McNamara. I forget how to pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. I think it was him. Maybe it was another guy, but he was like, yeah, when they do the whole gun thing again, or not again, when they do the whole gun thing, they're going to make people like you and I look like bad criminals yes. they're going to use yeah. child pornography as yep. an example hey these are a bunch of kitty likers yep. and they're they have guns and you know that's and that's what's going to lead to them using police the way they're going to use them yeah and and it it's looking like they might buy into it yeah unfortunately and because and it's not because again we're not anti-cop yeah we're pro good police but as the video like you just described this what what wouldn't you enforce? What we, what law would you not? Uh, basically, it's like what's the limit for you? Where's and the he line? wouldn't answer the question. The, the, the line always moves. It's a hard question. It too. is a hard I, question. I don't blame the, the the chief, the police chief, for that. It's a hard no. question. But at what point does your sense of duty become overridden by your sense of responsibility to the Constitution? And I would like to think most of our listeners are probably like, well, when they do the gun ban or whatever, yeah. then that's when that would. I hope, man. That's when that line will be drawn. And I know we I'm going to be in big trouble if I'm still in the military. Like, man. Like, uh, I hate saying it. But, and I and I would tell if whatever officer, you know, would, would ask me, would you yeah. do that? I'd say, no, sir, I won't do that. If yeah. I, I believe it violates my oath of enlistment. And it's something I, I had mentioned to you before. Uh, if you do something to violate your oath, whether you're a police officer, you're military personnel, whatever. Hmm. And you do something to violate your oath of enlistment in the in the execution of your duties. So if you're a police officer and you're you're right. violating the, the your oath to the Constitution, at that point you have violated your oath. You are no longer a police officer. You're a domestic terrorist. Here's the argument, not not my argument, but here is a argument mm-hmm. that could be used for that. So the word amendment, you know, because the Bill of Rights mm-hmm. has amendments. The word amendment means that they are up. They are subjective to change. Mm-hmm. So the argument to what you're saying would be, well, the Constitution would just change. 
Yeah. So the Constitution's still being enforced and regulated. You know, it still it still exists, and you're mm-hmm. still protecting it. But it just changed. Yeah. So it's not that the Constitution is being ripped up; it's just changing. Which you're they're, they're right. Mm-hmm. That's what would happen. Yeah. But, that's, so that's the what, language. What would your used. argument be to that argument? Yeah. You know? Man, that's a good question. At that point, you're essentially fighting the change. The change. Yeah. Which is your moral code yeah. essentially yeah which, at that point it becomes more of a subjective right uh decision and that's i and i hate that i hate that argument i really do it's a tough argument i have to think about because that. that that is what amendment means yeah. we talked about it on this show yeah. amendment means subjective to change essentially yeah and um you know a lot of thing not a lot, a lot of the time when we talk or when i talk to people about the police stuff mm-hmm. and the riot stuff um a lot of these police officers, ex-police officers, military guys, well, our oath of enlistment or whatever stated foreign or domestic, which means, and, and they're referring to domestic enemies being the rioters. And mm. I'm like, no, that's not what that means yeah. whatsoever. Domestic enemies refers to your own government, yeah. not your own yeah. citizens. Stop yeah. stop saying that. That that just goes to show what kind of mindset these people are in, that that the, that a domestic enemy is a citizen. Yeah. No, that's yeah. not what that means. That's not what that means a, at all. It's a, it's a domestic it's, government. It's referring to your yeah. domestic government. Yeah. And so that... I that mean, that's is, how they're justifying a lot of their that is how very justifying. aggressive tactics they're using. Like throwing people in vans. Yeah. Which Absolutely. I'm not a fan of. Yeah. And they're like, well, the, our, our oath is, foreign, is domestic, meaning there's these rioters private citizens yeah, private citizens are not domestic enemies yeah. that, that's now, not granted, what that means granted if you're you know if you're in a riot and you're trying to burn a building down you are arrested an enemy. yeah you're you're not a domestic terrorist per se you're just an idiot you're yeah. a criminal you're a criminal yeah hey you're going to be arrested still right we're not i don't think you you're avid i know you're not advocating to not arrest these people no, no 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 yeah, no yeah. and that's why people oh i hate this subject so much because people argue <laughs> from both so sides nuanced. and i'm like and I'm like, no, like I'm on your side. Yeah. I agree. These writers suck. Yeah, we need to stop it. It needs to be done, done dealt with. But uh, but they're not domestic. They're not the domestic they're not enemies. Domestic government. That right. the, is referring to yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not the domestic you know, enemies. The your oath the is thing. yeah. Biden always says, <laughs> the you know thing. the thing. That's that what you're gonna say when you have to negotiate with North Korea when they're trying to launch a you know don't launch a you know the thing. Come on, Biden. <laughs> you know, like if you ever watch like Family Guy or a lot of these like adult comedies, uh-huh. uh, they'll like portray presidents like that. Yeah, like yeah. they portray presidents in a very um, extremely dumb way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and Joe Joe Biden is literally the real life version of, of a Family guy. guy president, <laughs> and it's it's scary, dude. It is so scary. And I'm not saying Trump's like that much better, but yeah. it's, it's scary. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not. Did you good. see that uh, Kamala is already talking about if she ever has to become president? Is she referred to as the uh, the Harris? Uh, Administration, yeah, yeah, like, you're, exactly. You're the VP, yeah. She's already talking about the Harris administration. Yeah, so. she knows. She knows. She knows. And we all know. We all know. We're not he, idiots. He's gonna die. If RBG just, I hope died, he doesn't die. Then he's not far along. He's had two brain surgeries. He's yeah. right there with. Uh, Ruth I don't want. Bader I don't Ginsburg. want him just to croak dead. Like I don't want that for a guy because he has a family at the end of the day. Sure. Yeah. But he's just not not good. No. So, uh, hey, I have, I have another change of topic. I I hope. For those of you listening, talking about the riots and the Second Amendment, I I hope we didn't like miscommunicate what we think about things. I, it's kind of hard to to really get all of it explained in a real good way. A lot of times, it's, this is why we have these conversations. Yeah, it's like maybe and, and, a lot, and honestly, my favorite thing about doing this podcast is it actually kind of helps me think through even more than what I've already had on like different things I believe in. Uh, Which is why I also like having a co-host instead of doing like. Just by, by ourselves yeah. stuff because it and provides I, that. This is why I do, I will get in quote Facebook arguments with people because they end up becoming debates with me because I am yeah. very respectful and people, sometimes they don't, but. There's nothing wrong with uh, trying to get a perspective. Who, so changing gears here one last time, kind of close out this episode. Who do you think is going to be elected president? D- uh, Donald Trump. You think he's going to win? I, I do think he's going to win because, uh, look, the, the left is shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. All either party, all they had to do was shut up and point. Yeah, the left had to just shut up and point at Trump's tweets or whatever it is that makes him crazy. Yep. and Trump had to do vice versa the hey, same. Stop tweeting. Stop. Stop, <laughs> stop tweeting and just point at the left because yeah. the left's crazy as yep. well. Um, but I do think Trump is doing that more so than they are. They're talking about trying to impeach him again. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Are you, are you kidding me? Like, Trump's done a lot of things I don't like, and yeah. I mean, I'm very vocal about that. But I don't want to impeach him. It's a yeah. waste of time. I. I I feel the same way. It's a, it's so stupid. They're I, shooting I, themselves in the foot, which I, is fine by me. I don't care. Sure, yeah, absolutely. I uh, I, th- I think he's going to win, too. Um, 
Granted, like, you know, I I hope to God that somehow Joe Jorgensen just pulls it out of the hat. I hate to say this. I hope I hope Trump wins because I want ammo prices to go down. If Biden wins, ammo prices they're already high, dude, and, and vote, they're gonna they're gonna shoot up even higher yeah. if he gets elected. Man, he, I bought it, dude. My first AR I ever bought was in two thousand eight. Okay, what was the ammo price at that? Point? I don't even remember. You it did. was it was like a probably a quarter around for five yeah. five six. But think about it. Who got elected in two thousand eight? Right, right, dude. That's why I bought it. To be honest, well, I was I ammo was prices really were probably young. higher than I was. Real, I don't think I was over twenty yet, and I think I was nineteen. Wow. Yeah, I'd have been 19 in 2008. I bought my first AR for like 1300 bucks, And it was like a Bushmaster, like had that's an expensive. A2 size. Yeah, because of Obama. Was, that's expensive for a Bushmaster. Yes, wow. Because it, it was like the cheapest one I could find at the time. Wow. Now, I'm sure like someone's listening and be like, oh, I bought one from Billy Bob for 400 But no, I, I bought from a gun store. I didn't yeah. know better. I didn't know how to build them myself. I was... I, I saw what I thought at the time was an existential threat to my freedom of having a firearm, so I bought one. Yeah, like a lot of people did. Little did we know it was just going to get way worse down the road. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It was a dumb young mistake, you know. Uh, but I wouldn't say it was a mistake. It was just a. Yeah, I still have it. Yeah, you know, it still shoots pretty good. I will say that Bushmaster AR. It's like a lot of ARs I know like they have to have decent ammo, like quote you know good ammo, have to yeah. have high brass, whatever. That thing, I put five hundred rounds of steel case tula through that sucker. Never had a jam. Wow. Couldn't believe it. That's cool. Yeah, it was wild. But um, yeah, I think I think Trump's going to win too. Um, I mean, he's definitely you know as far as like throwing away your vote. So I'm, I'm still going to vote for Joe Jorgensen, but I know he's going to win Indiana. Mm. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that's what matters at the end of the day is what state mm. I'm in that he win who wins that state. Uh, that being said, my my justification for voting for Jorgensen in the state of Indiana is because every year libertarians get more and more of the vote. They do. So I feel like I'm contributing to them the next go around having, you know, I think it was 3% or 4% of the vote last presidential election. If I can get 10 to 15%. It's increased significantly the last few terms. Everyone is thinking the libertarians need to get 51% to to win. They don't. No. They have to get 34% between three people. Right. Because now you're dividing it one more time. That's a good point. You know that's that's the goal at that point. Now I'm not. I don't know if that's like as far as how the electoral college works, the 33 percent. But if we can get 33 percent, right. it's, it's a real it's a real contender at that point. Right now, I, I get the argument. I mean, if somebody really does like Trump or Biden, I get that they don't want people not voting for their person. Yeah. I, like I, I get that I thinking. Do. I respect that. But it does having a third option does make our life. Better. It, it, it makes our political life better. It's more competition. It works the same. It's, it's the, the same, same as capitalism. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's political capitalism. Right. So yeah. so basically our our current political climate is like kind of kind of communist if you think about it. We only have two choices and there's yeah. no there's no competition. Yeah. I heard a guy say today that uh, the difference between Republicans and Democrats is this, it's just uh, two cheeks of the same butt or something like that. <laughs> I was like, pretty good way to put it. Yeah. That's funny. Like it really is in a way, it's kind just of. The same. Now, I mean, so I do kind of disagree with that in, in the sense that, like, they both believe in completely different things. So yeah, like, yeah it, it was more of a joke than it, 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 It's a good the joke. The concept was it's like, a good oh, concept. I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And a, a buddy of mine actually had a point, um, and uh, he he messaged me because he listened to one of our podcasts a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, and you me- mentioned something about how the answer is always in the middle, and he disagreed, and he was like, "That's actually like a a, a Russian like." Um, way of like getting people to shut up, really? essentially. Like, well, the answer is always in the middle, and he's like, "That's not true," because like you know, the the answer can be one way or the other. You know what I mean? Like, like for yeah, example, yeah, the answer for the gun argument is yeah. not in the middle. Yeah, you and I would argue it's not in the middle. Yeah. So, and it was I should just, say for certain things, like you know, when it comes to did someone do this horrible thing? Mm-hmm. There's, there's like there's evidence for it, but like when I when I say the answer is in the middle, I should I should probably clarify the answer for the narrative is in the middle. Okay. That's a good way yeah, that's, that's good I way guess explain. that's what I mean more when mm-hmm. I say it like that. You know, when you see like what's in the news mm-hmm. it, the, the, that's why I always like I'll watch Take two pieces of the news and just exact and sandwich them together and whatever, you know, I see. usually like the truth of that specific topic kind of a combination is somewhere of in both. the middle. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not that's not to say objective facts are somewhere in the middle. That's that's right. That's objective probably, facts are yeah. obviously I would agree with that guy. Like that's it's not always the case. It's just like when you're hearing a story or a narrative, mm-hmm. the answer is usually awesome. somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Well, I, you know, t- today was a good good conversation. I man. think so. I, yeah. For for real though, all, all you guys listening, uh, you know, 
get on the Facebook, follow it. We have like 500 and some people following yeah. our Facebook, which yeah. is like, I'd say that's a good number for how, how old, we've how been. old our podcast is. What? Yeah. A few months old. Yeah. Yeah. About so, you know, um, subscribe on your apps for your podcast apps. Uh, give us ratings. The ratings matter. Yeah. They give do, us yeah. five stars for real. And if yeah. we, if you don't want to give us a five star, if, if, if you think we're only worthy of a four or a three, mm-hmm. Don't put that. Just message us and we can change whatever it is you think we need to change. Maybe <laughs> yeah. our sound quality maybe. sucks. Maybe. I don't know. Well, maybe they just disagree with us. Or maybe they just disagree with Here's us. Here's your one that, star. That sucks, too, if you're going to do that. But yeah. whatever. Just give us a rating, please. Uh, you know, <laughs> and engage. Engage. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we, we would love to give, we would love to get and receive questions and put them on the show. Yeah. And discuss things so cool. or like if you, if something we've said you like just inherently disagree yeah. with. Tell us why, and we will if we will bring it up. Yeah, you know, like if we'll give someone, you credit for it too. Absolutely, or if you want to be anonymous, be anonymous. Yeah. I don't care. But and if it, you make a good point, we'll we'll we won't be scared to say that. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've had my mind changed with about things before with different yeah. points of view. That's usually I find a lot of what changes my mind is the perspective, mm. not so much like the cold hard facts, but it's how you look at them. You know, for certain yeah. things. But yeah, absolutely. If you have a different perspective on things, not only feel free, please share. Yep. Don't just like do it. You're doing us a favor by doing that. Yeah. By so, uh, expanding our perception on things. Yeah. Yep. Follow us, subscribe, rate, and we will uh, see you guys next week.